0: Every year I know we gonna go hard. We've been that team ever since Bart Starr, All my cheese heads go pack go. Ain't sure with no mercy cut and no slack, no. I ain't a best sport, and I'll even wish you good luck. Only thing I will say.
1: Up welcome to Lombardi's Legends Podcast. Dane here with Wags. Super excited today, man. We have an incredibly special guest. Folks we got a Packer with us, a uh, long snapper, B.R. Hatcher. B.R., welcome to Lombardi's Legends Podcast. Dude, we are so pumped to have you on. How you doing tonight?
2: I'm doing great. Thank you guys so much for having me.
1: Oh, man. No, thanks for taking the time. I know, you know, OTAs, everything that's going on. You you got a lot flying at you. Taking the time to hang out with the Legends is incredible. So, dude, we got to ask you, um, first question, uh, have to ask guys that have not been on the pod before. VR, how does it feel to be a Green Bay Packer?
2: Um, It it is a legitimate dream come true. You know, I mean, everyone grows up having having their uh, their goals set pretty high you know imaginations run wild and of course mine always ran around sports and uh, I get to I get to wake up every day and go to work as a professional athlete and I, I can't thank God enough
0: for sure and BR can you tell us a little bit about what went down and what the journey was uh, in order for you to sign with Green Bay um, certainly you come in as an undrafted free agent but what what was the process like? Um, what were the connections? And and how did that all come together for you?
2: Um, yeah, I mean, just a, a quick synopsis of it. Um, I did my pro day at Old Dominion. I uh, did decently well. The The special teams assistant coach here uh, saw the film from it. He liked it. He reached out to my agent and uh, brought me up for a tryout. And uh, I came up for a tryout. That was during rookie mini camp. And here I am now for OTAs.
1: Oh man. So did, was that expected? I mean, did you have goals in the NFL? Um, you know, what was this something where you thought upon graduation that you were like, you know what? I think I'm going to get a look in the NFL or, you know, what, what did that look like? Because it's always fascinating, especially when we start talking about specialists, right? Um, you know, quarterbacks, linebackers, what have you, there, there's a lot more roster spots. We start talking about specialists. It becomes exceedingly limited very quickly. So, um, you know, how, how did, that look to you was that something that came as a bit of a surprise or was it something where you knew you know what post uh draft you were going to make the rounds and probably stick on a roster for a little bit um
2: yeah i uh i just talked to my agent and everything and we knew that it would be a post draft uh type deal the undrafted free agent thing and we knew that it was going to be a not necessarily a long shot but a, a decent shot that uh there's a chance people could pass over or people could bite on it and uh we just kind of wish for the best and the best happened
0: yeah and right I, i'm just kind of curious uh, a little bit more of your background than as a football player were were you always a long snapper i i'm guessing you played some other positions in your football journey um i saw that you set a school record for most tackles uh, in in punt coverage as a long snapper in school history at Old Dominion, so uh, that's that's something that tells me that you're not afraid to go down and hit, and and that you're actually a you know a really good athlete. I think sometimes long snappers get a little bit of a short shrift in in terms of that reputation, but I'm just kind of curious what your background was coming up as a football player, and kind of how that transition happened when you really settled in to that long snapping role.
2: Um, yeah, so I remember I was in middle school and I just I I've always played baseball my whole life and I kinda have a, a bigger arm when it comes to throwing things and the coach was kinda like, Well, just bend over and throw it as far as you can and uh so that's how I ended up doing it and I, I met some coaches along the way with uh Coles tr- uh Cole's kicking uh organization. They uh they trained me up on it. Uh, but other than that I played mostly offensive line. Uh, throughout high school mostly left tackle and then I would long snap on fourth down and field goals and everything like that and then it just so happened uh on my camp tours uh my going into my senior year of high school just trying to find somewhere to go on and keep playing football uh long snapping was the the niche that I fell into that worked out the best for me and uh, like I said uh, now I'm here doing the same thing
1: so it's so you're gonna, you're, you're probably gonna love us, BR. So we, I would argue, not only are we, uh, hardcore Packer fans, but, um, I argue that we're probably the most dialed in special teams interest in, uh, podcast out there. Love the specialist because it is really fascinating journey for you guys. I mean, so you're are size wise, man. I mean, you're six, what, six four?
2: Yes, sir. Yes.
1: Yeah, so you're, you're, I mean, You're a big dude, right? I mean, so what's that like? I mean, I'm kind of getting lost in the words a little bit, but going into that, like, What's your mindset? Is your mindset snap the ball and then just run down the field and hit somebody? Or is it, you know, how does that look as a long snapper? Because we watch it on TV. We see, you know, you place the ball. I mean, I assume that getting the ball to the, the punter, the, the holder, what have you, is the number one goal. But after that, you know, what does that look like to you? Like, what's the mindset in a routine snap, say, on punt coverage look like for you?
2: I got you. Uh, yeah. In college, it was a it was different. Because in college, very few teams really run the pro style set. So it is a, it's a snap and run down the field faster you can and get in position to make a tackle along with the, the flyers on the outside. That's how I was able to get a couple of tackles in high school or sorry, in college, just being in the uh, right place, right time. But when it comes to the NFL scheme, you have to snap and then block and we have to make sure everything's protected up front. So uh, that's that's been a big thing here in OTAs, is learning how to get back into that kind of offensive line mentality of now I have a, I have, I have a role picking up linebackers, picking up D linemen, trying to make sure everything's set, um, and then releasing and worrying about coverage. Hmm.
0: Th- yeah, that's fantastic. So uh, kind of just shifting then here into your current situation in Green Bay, um, what, what's your first impression as you walk into – Lambeau Field into the locker room, you're at the practice facility uh, at the Don Hudson Center. I mean, you're walking around. Is it just business or have you been able to take a, a few moments just to to savor your surroundings and um, and realize that you're living that NFL dream?
2: Yeah, I'm a I'm a big proponent on be where your feet are. That's just a, a saying, a phrase that we used to use a lot in college of making sure you were focused and locked in on where you were. Um, but I take it a little bit further into life where the most important moment is the moment you're in. And so whenever I got the Lambo, uh, for the mini camp for the trials and everything, and then whenever I got back up here for training and OTAs and everything, it's every day I just go in there and it, it's still breathtaking because I get to sit there and I walk around. I mean, there's AJ Dillon, there's, um, uh, there's, um, what you call it? Uh, I'm blanking. There's a uh, Pat O'Donnell. Like the punter who who's who's a ten year vet who's awesome. I I grew up watching him with the Bears and everything. It's and I get to work with these guys. There's Jordan Love. I mean, there's there's so many people in there that you know me and my my buddies, my parents. We've always grown up like watching them on TV and everything. And I get to sit there and go like Yeah, I work with that guy." <laughs> and every day is just uh, it's just such a such a grateful moment that I get to have in the mornings.
1: So you go to rookie mini camp, right? And the Packers bring in a number of rookies after they sign some of the undrafted free agents and and, and go through the draft. Um, a few, three guys, I believe yourself included, uh, came out of that mini camp with contracts. So when you leave Green Bay, do you know that you're coming right back? Uh, do you leave Green Bay at all, or you know is there a waiting game involved after that?
2: Are you talking about from mini camp onward or from Yeah, uh,
1: after rookie mini camp because I know you came in but you weren't technically under contract, right? It was kind of like a tryout situation, yeah. right? Am I, do I have that right? And and yeah. then from there, yeah. yeah. So then so do you know leaving that that kind of mini camp tryout that you're coming right back or do you have to wait a little bit or what does that look like? I've always been curious.
2: Yeah, um so immediately after our uh, our uh, our practice our last practice of rookie mini camp uh coach from floor brought us all up that were there for it and just you know said thank you for coming in and everything and of course numbers wise you can't can't keep everybody i mean that's that's just the name of the game um and i was kind of in my telling myself in my head i'm like all right well hopefully i did good enough you know we'll we'll find out and about exactly probably about 15 seconds after he got done speaking, I was walking over to pick up my gym bag and I got called over to the side and they let me know like, Hey, we're about to sign you. And I was, it was such a whirlwind, you know, emotions, just everything happened so fast. And I was like, you're talking about me. Right. And, uh, so they, everything happened right then. And I knew as soon as I left, I knew like, all right, I'm coming back in a week. And it was like, this is for real now. This isn't just anything that we're talking about or dreaming about or working towards. Like, it's, you're coming back.
0: Yeah, that's, that's really cool. And so, you know, obviously the Packers signed Matt Orzik, three year deal, it's a long snapper, and then they bring you in. So I, I know you're in there to compete, and that's, that's what the, That's what you're there to do, right? But, um, that being said, what's your mindset, uh, kind of approaching that competition and a guy like Matt that they did invest in, um, for a a longer term time period and what you can both learn from him and compete with him at the same time and kind of what your whole mindset is uh, with, with that, uh, competition as you move it, move forward.
2: Um, yeah, I, I, I'm a big believer and I think competition is the best teacher. Whenever you have to push yourself, uh, day in and day out and you, you see your failures, you see your successes, like that teaches you what to do better than anything, uh, can in life. And Matt is such an awesome guy. I mean, he has truly been a mentor to me, uh, since the moment I stepped in the building. He's been a great guy. And yeah, I mean, of course there's a competition, everything in this league's a competition, but. He has, you know, he sat down with me. He's taught me the ins and outs of just how to be an NFL player uh, because he has a couple years under his belt doing it. And he's taught me a lot about trying to, you know, just learn what to do in our role and just how to expect everything to go. And it's like I said, I I genuinely don't believe I could have ended up anywhere better around any better people because these guys are awesome and Matt, especially he he's just such a such a he's almost like a brother about everything and it's it's just such such a good time to be around him and everything is just always working towards making each other better.
1: That's really cool. I what does practice look like so far at the NFL level for a specialist? because um, I, I mean I imagine it's got to be different than than you know some of the other position groups and we we've had the the uh, opportunity over the years to have other specialists on um but but kind of curious from your lens um What does that look like? What's a day in the life of a NFL long snapper look like when you, when you hit the practice. field? Um,
2: Yeah, I will say that I was very fortunate to have uh, Ricky Ronnie uh, at old dominion uh, coming from Penn state and everything. And Mm -hmm. his mentality and his emphasis on special teams really pushed us in our, in our kicking game every day of practice to where there really wasn't a dull moment, you know, as some, some colleges, I guess, uh, you you know, the the tight ends or something will look over after they're done running routes for 20 minutes. They look over and see the specialist sitting down. <laughs> that, that, that wasn't our case. We were we were in there. We were in the lab. We're, we're here to work. Mm-hmm. And that has really prepared me to be here um, for the emphasis that a professional specialist takes is you're here. You were here to work to be the best of your craft. And so, I mean, from start of practice to end of practice, you're working on something, whether it's footwork, whether it's r- ball release, whether it's scheme, you're, you're here to get as good as you can. And it's, it's, a, it's very, it's just very, I guess, fast paced, a little bit quicker paced than the college scheme of it. But at the same time, it's, it's just so fulfilling to know that you are actually getting better.
0: Yeah. And beyond that structure or that purpose to that every day. Um, what have been your impression of the coaching staff with the Packers as you've started to integrate and work with them?
2: They are phenomenal. Um, these guys are awesome. Um, the special teams coordinator, Rich Visaccia, uh, I genuinely have the most respect for that man in the world. Um, uh, one for, you know, taking a shot on me, taking a chance. Um, and Byron Store, his, his assistant, um, he works with me day in and day out. It, it's awesome working with those two guys. They're very knowledgeable about the game. Rich, I think,'s been coaching for what, like 25, 30 years now. I mean, he, he has a lot of years under his belt and he will tell you when you mess up and he will tell you whenever you do good. And that's, that's how I think everything should be done. That's how I was always raised. And so it, it's, it, it's just, everything just feels so comfortable here. And in a way, that's, it's not necessarily complacent, but it's comfortable. And it, it just makes you want to do better for them as well as like myself.
1: Have you got a chance to check out Lambeau Field yet? Have you been, uh, you know, I, I know it's probably fast and furious right now, a little bit of a fire hose situation. But uh, as I know, you know, there's a lot of um, legacy and a lot of stuff going on in Green Bay. So just kind of curious um, impression. You talked about the coaching staff and the organization, but I guess I'm wondering overall, Uh, the Packers organization, how that suited you so far?
2: Oh, yeah. I mean, everyone from top to bottom is here and they're here. We're all here for each other. And that's the thing that I was kind of taken a little bit by surprise because some people I've talked about or talked to before coming up here throughout college and everything like that, it was always like, understand, you know, NFL is a business and it is a business. But the from my experience here with the Packers, this has been a family. Everyone looks out for each other. Everyone makes sure that everyone's on their stuff and they make sure like you're having a down day. There's someone there to pick you up. There is no, all uh, right. Well, that's his problem. You know, it's, mm-hmm. it's a very family environment. It's friends and everything. And speaking on Lambo, uh, I did get to walk out and uh, walk into the stadium and l- walk on the field a little bit and come up. And I remember calling my dad and telling him I was like, Hey, I got to walk on Lambo and we. Because he and I, we've talked about it for years about just the, the history of football and everything like that, and all we could both say was just like, "Man, that was pretty cool." Oh, so cool.
0: Yeah, that's that's fantastic. So, um, just kind of shifting gears a little bit. Um, what what is your you know um, story off the field? Like, if your friends or family are talking about Br, what what are they going to say about Br, the guy, uh, not just Br, the football player? <laughs>
2: Um, you know, I really don't know if I should say that on the podcast.
0: Um, (laughs) uh, Well, we are, um, we are family programming here, but don't worry about it. We, you go ahead and, and uh, share whatever you'd like. That's fine.
2: Yeah, no, it's, um, I'm very, I'm a big, I'm a big family person myself. Uh, and, uh, I also believe that my close friends are my family, you know, that's, Mm -hmm. those are bonds that been built from, from day one of understanding, you know, school and everything. I come from a very small town and it's, it's just a close knit community and, uh, everyone looks out for everybody. And I like to think that all of them would say that I look out for them. Like we're all kind people and just everyone looks out for the best in each other.
1: Wait, where'd where you grow up? I know Old Dominion's in, uh, Virginia, right? But where did you, uh, where did you kind of come from, uh, prior to that?
2: I grew up in a place called Jefferson, South Carolina.
1: Okay. Okay. Have you ever played in cold weather before? I have to ask, man.
2: Yeah. Uh, Old Dominion gets gets pretty chilly.
1: <laughs> yeah, Virginia can get cold, right?
2: <laughs> yeah, especially there on the water uh, of that. I think we were used to a pretty solid wind daily um, coming off of that, especially during winter workouts. That was always fun, uh, <laughs> spring ball time and everything. Um, but, yeah, I have a little bit of experience uh, in the cold. I don't know if I necessarily understand Wisconsin cold yet. <laughs>
0: Well, it, fortunately for you, uh, contrary to, you know, uh, what a lot of people may believe, it doesn't really start getting all that cold until, uh, typically into November, early December. But, um, when it's cold, it's cold. Uh, that said, uh, you guys get to stand on the sideline with your, you know, heaters and, and everything else. So, uh, us fans are the ones that are really having to, to deal with the cold. I, 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 we, I say that Weg, in chess. Weg say says that, in that jazz, as he
1: sits but, on the couch with a beer in his hand while y'all are getting big, crushed by the snow.
0: We, we've gone to some negative degree games before. And I'll tell you what. Um, it's, it's, it's like nothing else when you're playing in Lambo at night in December. Um, and, uh, so, uh, I, I know that that's something that, uh, if you have that experience here this season, I'm not sure if I remember exactly what time most of the games are later in the season in our home game schedule, but, um, it's, it's really a, a special environment. I know we'll have some night games at Lambo this year, but, um, that's, that's something that, uh, is definitely something we look forward to. And,
1: and BR, I'm, I'm curious, um, you know, kind of sticking outside of the game, um, I always love to ask the question because I'm I'm genuinely curious. Like, are you a music guy? Do you do what do you listen to before games? What is that like? You know, because like everybody's got a different relationship with, with with you know prior to game and even just like driving around in their car. Do you do music or what are you into?
2: Yeah, I'm, I'm a huge, huge music guy. Um, even dating back to, uh, back when I was in, you know, middle school, early high school and everything, like that playing and, uh, I played in the band and everything. Like I love, I love music.
1: What instrument did you play?
2: Uh, I was a brass guy. Cool. I uh, kind of, kind of went from trumpet, uh, baritone, played a little tuba. Uh, everything was, it was, it was fun. It was all, it was very enjoyable. Yeah. Um, but when it comes to music, you know, um, the two songs that I just have to listen to every game, um, and this this will go from the one end of the spectrum to the other, is "Drops of Jupiter." Uh, I have to listen to that. I don't know why, but it just it just puts me in a mood to sit there and just feels like everything's good. And then uh, whenever I'm right before game time, I'm ready to get hyped up. I, uh, I listen to "Long Hair" by the last Mr. Big.
1: Yeah, no way. This is awesome. Oh man. Okay, so now we know what wags we know we're jamming to, and we <laughs> head up to training camp this year to 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 give Br some uh, some noise <laughs> in the sidelines.
0: Oh yeah, yeah. for sure. We'll get that uh, mixed uh, tape put together, right? So, <laughs> um, so Br, just just kind of curious, is there any teammates that you've really connected with, um in in some of the OTAs and the rookie orientation that you've had so far?
2: Um. Yeah, I will. Uh, uh, you know, probably the the easiest, uh, I guess, segue of understanding this would probably be Andres Carlson, the the kicker we drafted. Um, he and I we've trained together a couple of times before in the past and everything, but we've definitely built a much closer relationship since being here day in and day out. And uh, he's Andres is an awesome guy, great sense of humor, and I'm a humor guy, so it we get along very well every day in practice, and it makes everything go a whole lot easier.
1: Cool. Cool. No, that makes sense. I mean, so I, I, again, like I I don't want to take up too much time. I guess I'm just curious now we're, we're, you know, you've got some more OTAs. Um, What, what do you see as success at the NFL level for yourself? Is there, you know, what, what are, what are you hoping to do? I know you're battling, you're going to try to make this ball club, but I mean, you know, what do you consider success, and and uh, it, over the next one two seasons here? Is it making the ball club sticking around, or, or you know professionally? What are you looking to accomplish?
2: Yeah, I mean, of course, I, I I think I'm I'm falling in the boat along with most of everyone else that gets to the NFL, and that's just to to make the ball club, of course, you know, make that 53 man be able to play, you know, play week in a week out, and get to be a part of. Uh, the National Football League and just stay a part of the National Football League for as long as I can.
0: Yeah, that's that's fantastic. So, BR, I, I just want to say that um, we're going to be certainly on the the lookout for you and, uh, and really rooting to see you do well, particularly in preseason. You get opportunities to get out there in the field and show what you can do. Um, I think one of the things that's really, I think, important to recognize is as kind of Dane asking that question. Um, you know, no matter what happens, whether it's with Green Bay or if you get an opportunity somewhere else in the NFL, um, those, there's not a lot of jobs out there. Right. But I think, as you said, you're in a perfect environment situation with the people that are around you uh to really grow and continue to hone your craft every day so uh, we're looking forward to seeing what you can do out there and and certainly uh wish you well as you move forward in that competition yes sir i i
2: appreciate it very very much
0: Well, oh, man we're so grateful to have you on so
1: wags are we missing anything anything last things
0: I don't think so. Uh BR, we really appreciate you. And um before he before we sign off and let you go, do you mind giving us a, a nice big go pack go?
2: Of course, man. Go pack go. Oh, go, pack, go, go pack go
0: pack
1: go. BR hatcher, long snapper for the Green Bay Packers. Thank you so much, BR. We sure appreciate you, man. Good luck. We'll be cheering for you and all the legends out there will be too.
2: Yes, sir. I appreciate you guys for having me on. Have a good night. You thank too. You. Thank
1: thank you.
0: Every year I know we gonna go hard. We been that team ever since Bart Starr All my cheese heads, go pack, go. Ain't show sure with no mercy, cutting no slack, no. I ain't a bad sport, and I'll even wish you good luck. Only thing I will say.